Hello and welcome to The Neighbor Next Door, a podcast about the power and importance of neighboring. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, and as usual, I am joined here on our front porch studio by Adam Bartlett-Thompson. Hey, good neighbors. Welcome to the podcast. We are continuing a series where we've been interviewing our board members. Um, We have several episodes now out that you can go check out that were several fantastic episodes really, i have to say some of them are really amazing i mean they're all amazing but <laughs> some, uh, of them. some of them oh, no. okay they're all amazing as is this one i'm sure um because today we're interviewing our longtime board chair trevor hens trevor welcome to the podcast oh thanks guys good good to be with you guys both <laughs> yeah absolutely so trevor a little background for the listener was um the first board chair that we had. And so we started in 2015 and Trevor was a acquaintance that we had through Matt's work at a local university here. Mm -hmm. And we reached out because you have like this business mind, (laughs) at least more of a business mind than we do, which is not really saying a ton. He has a lot more business mind than we do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so Trevor has helped shaped, a lot of what the neighboring movement has become by by helping us uh, kind of think about scale and phasing our work up and holding us accountable to the things we say we're going to do and, and the kind of vision that we're casting. And so we're really grateful for your work. And mm. this is his last mm. year on the board because he's mm-hmm. terming out at the end of the year. And so it's kind of a fun interview, kind of like remember where we've yeah. been and mm. recap on your time here. So I yes. um, first think just if you'd be willing to give an introduction of yourself, like who you are, what you do and why this work is something that yeah. you wanted to be involved in. No, sure. I'm happy to. Um, yeah, I'm Trevor Hens. Uh, you got my last name correct. <laughs> laughed about is most often called Hines. Yeah. And sometimes I correct that and sometimes I don't, but um, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, husband to, to my wife, Jennifer, mm-hmm. um, dad to, um, uh, Evelyn, who's a freshman this year. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. That's a whole different world Whoa. that I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my son Max is nine and a fourth grader this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's, um, you know, that's where a lot of my energy and, and time is directed. Um, yep. you know, during the day I, I, I do work for, a family-owned renewable energy company uh, in town. I've been with them for 11 years or so in, in various roles, and I do some industry relations and government relations work for them now. Mm-hmm. A real good family, um, faith-based family, and a real good place to, to spend uh, some of my time. Um, I have some, some investments that, that I work on as well mm. um, that, that keeps me busy. So um, that's who I am and, and, and what I do and where, my, where I spend my time. Um, yeah. Gosh, it's, you know, I feel so lucky. I feel like I've just had a front row seat to watch you guys um, just grow this thing from seriously nothing. (laughs) Nothing but an idea in a coffee shop. (laughs) Yeah, you know, to me, I, I tend to put things in sort of business terms or commercial terms. And, you know, this this is a uh, 501c3 or 501c3 charitable organization. And, and I knew that. But, you know, I think there is there is some business practices that, that good 501c3s mm-hmm. are, are wise to incorporate. 
And I think at the time, I just remember thinking, this is a startup. This mm-hmm. is really a startup. Yeah. And, and that's not only were you guys just doing amazing work. And, I, you know, when you guys told me the story about moving into the neighborhood that you wanted to impact, mm-hmm. I mean, I think part of me was, I would never do that. <laughs> but I want to know these guys and I want to hang around these guys that are because mm-hmm. they're so deep in the kingdom that mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I can just catch some of their tailwind, you know, it'll pull me deeper into the kingdom. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think the fact that, you know, it was a startup and, and, and you guys mm-hmm. were just totally, totally in, um, yeah. in, in all regards, um, I, yeah, how could you not just want to be a part of that and, <laughs> and want to, want to help out even you know, as little as possible. So, yeah. 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 I, I think that language of being a startup is so helpful. Cause mm-hmm. I honestly, I don't know if I had that language when yeah. we started. I, There's several like key language that we've used from the beginning that I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure came from you. <laughs> yeah. So like that startup language, the like ability to put things into a phase mm-hmm. where it's like short, mm-hmm. You try this thing, and then you allow yourself to pivot. Pivot, yeah. <laughs> We've made a few pivots. <laughs> yes. We really have made a bunch of pivots. Yes. So many. Um, and we're really glad, because now looking back, it's like, I'm so glad we didn't do that, or that, or that. Yeah. Like, we, we were kind of laughing as we were, Trevor got here and walking into the little studio, like, of all the things we were going to do, like we were going to have like a college immersion for a while. Yes. Uh, yes. We were going to, we almost bought a little weird newspaper. We were going to get in the publishing business. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like we, uh, we almost bought this giant church for a while. We, you know, there's been all of these things yes. that represent those moments where we had to discern together mm-hmm. and pivot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, I guess, I mean, we've got some practices behind that. I mean, what are, how, when we brought those to you or just in your life, like how do you work out those kind of decisions and know when it's time to let something go or take the opportunity and run? Yeah, boy, that's a great question. Um, you know, sometimes, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I've made great decisions and oftentimes I've, made horrible decisions and looking <laughs> back, I think, I think the older I get, um, you know, and, you know, I try to seek reality. That's kind of something that I've been, mm-hmm. been thinking a lot about is, is just always seeking reality. Um, because I have a tendency, I can easily live in a distorted reality. I can create an alternate reality mm-hmm. in my head and actually live into that reality, mm-hmm. not in mm-hmm. any psycho sort of way. But right, just, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the human tendency. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. And especially when it comes to decisions, right? Uh-huh. I mean, I can, I can, I can create a reality around the the answer that I believe um, mm. I want, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that influences how I approach that decision, right? But you know, I'm starting to just okay, what's real here? Mm-hmm. What is reality here? Mm. Um, mm. You know, what is what is my 14-year-old daughter really asking of me here? What is the reality behind what she is is asking me permission mm. for? Yeah. Or what does she want? What's the reality behind that? Um, you know, we just bought 
we just bought a new house. Yeah, I um, saw you're like getting ready to take on another renovation project, right? Yeah, yeah I just came from there, as a matter of fact. <laughs> oh, um, I'm in that stressful pre-planning mode. Um, <laughs> but but before we made that decision, um, we had some incredible ideas mm. that we thought we could do with this place. Um, and that was influencing, greatly mm. influencing our offer we wanted to make on the house because we really wanted this house because mm. we knew what we could do with it. Well, we hadn't put any numbers behind it. We didn't even know if we mm. could do some of the stuff mm. we wanted to do with it. But we were getting excited about about making that purchase. So mm-hmm. we had to stop and say, well, what's reality here? Well, reality is we don't know a lot of this stuff. And we have mm. no way of knowing this stuff until we get into the house and start to get behind some of the walls and start to get underneath some of the floors and even see if it's possible. Yeah. Mm. So we need to temper our enthusiasm based on what mm-hmm. we know to be true today and make a wise decision going forward. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's a recent, I think, mm. decision where you know, I've just tried to slow down, temper my enthusiasm, and, and just understand what's real here, what's mm-hmm. real here, and let's you know, make, a, make a decision based on as close to reality as, as we can get. So. Yeah. Mm. Like opportunities that are coming our way right yeah. now. And I'm thinking like, okay, Adam, when this is, interview's over, we need to go uh, sit with reality for a while. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Some of the invitations we've received. Like, well, uh, hey, well, the church is a great example, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I mean, it would be super easy to get so excited about buying that huge church and all the things mm. we could do with it, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Reality was we had no money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The church had structural issues. Yeah. Like, yeah, huge. Huge structural. Like over a million dollars worth of. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think when we started to look at the reality of what that transaction would look like and what we would mm-hmm. end up with and then what our bank account was and what we'd have to do to get yeah. to the point we could do that and just... Because yeah. like at the time, this was just like to give some context for the listener here. <laughs> so there's this old church... There is closing and they basically are offering us the building for free air quote, air quote free because (laughs) there there's all of these repairs that are needed. Like probably we got it looked at probably like a million and a half dollars worth of repairs. Yeah. We had, I think at that point, like $15,000. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys weren't even getting paid. No, we (laughs) We were not paid and we had $15,000 and we were like, yeah, let's, let's, I don't know. Let's go see. <laughs> the fact that you didn't laugh us out of your office that day, I still like. like I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a real there's a real nuance there. I think to like letting that that idea inspire you to move forward, yeah. and then if the opportunity gets shut down by reality, mm. to not let it kill your enthusiasm. Like, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. back to that pivot point of mm-hmm. okay we're not going to get this giant church building. That's probably for the best. And now like, what have we gained in the process of getting to here that we can learn from and then find our next step, which, yeah, yeah, I think there's, there's a resiliency in that, that I had not experienced, you know, as much in my jobs previously. Yeah. Um, So. Well, that's mm. good. That's good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think it's like, it's part of the, um, the reality check that we do in decision making now 
is the way that we talk about it of like what is the capability that we have what are the resources available like do i like have an idea that can be exciting but do i when i look at my calendar next week is there even a space for me to pull off anything yeah. that has to do with that idea yeah because if not then it's probably not my yeah mind to take on You know, for I, I would love to give you just a little bit of space to share for for people listening. Mm. Um, you know, is there anything that you would say like, you know, here's what I've discovered or here's what I really encourage you to go kind of live into mm-hmm. uh, just based on these last, you know, six or seven years that we've been journeying together, um, you know, maybe related to neighboring, maybe asset base, mm-hmm. or I mean, it, it doesn't have to be, but just mm-hmm. I always like to give folks something to kind of chew mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, asset based community development, I've, you know, talked about numerous times in, in many different contexts in my mm-hmm. business, you know, mm-hmm. in, my, in my, in my professional life. Um, so, you know, I love that. I love that image mm-hmm. of, Mm-hmm. of you know diving into your environment and whatever that may be and identifying those assets mm-hmm. that yeah. um that are there uh, because uh you know you know any environment i believe you can you can find assets there are assets that uh, mm. that you can find to improve that environment mm-hmm. um so you know, I love that idea of, of, of diving in and, and finding assets wherever you find yourself. And I think it's been interesting with you as a dialogue partner, Trevor, because you are in a corporate, like mm-hmm. you have that for-profit kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. And I remember he- you hearing the word asset differently mm-hmm. than I heard it mm-hmm. as a pastor and a nonprofit person. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it challenged me to be to think of like they they those assets do um the transactions happen through relationship mm-hmm. but it challenged me to think of the um, the way i count the the value from that yeah it's not just hey we're good friends now mm. <laughs> like there is like yeah. tangible value yeah in those things yeah uh, that and value doesn't have to be defined financially, right? It, it doesn't have to be a dollar tied on to mm-hmm. value. I mean, there's there's many ways, I think, to look at value derived from assets, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. they are. I think there's an incredible amount of incredible amount of human value mm-hmm. to be derived from, um, you know, assets. You know, we we talk about you know what are human assets a lot in, mm. in business. So mm. what is our human capital that we have in place? And in, mm. in, in a business setting, you know, you look at what is the return on that human capital? Um, I think most people would, most business minded people would look at it that way. But, you know, there are other ways to look at, yeah. you know, human capital and the value that is being, being derived from that, that mm. human capital or those human assets. And, um, I think the more you can look beyond the financial returns, um, I think the the deeper and the richer your um, 
the the deeper and the richer you think of you know those assets and yeah um, mm-hmm. yeah and i mean it's all it's a strengthening of that social fabric then yes as those come together and and intertwine with each other and then they're called to like with the place where I've, i'm really excited right now is when we then call all of those assets to like a a bigger per, a purpose mm-hmm. bigger than themselves mm-hmm. and you start to see them like like there's an alignment and working together that's where it's like that's where the magic happens and mm-hmm. it, it's it happens kind of fleeting sometimes like mm-hmm. with fits and starts yeah mm-hmm. but man when you when you're in it and it works it's like th- holy crap we can't change the world well we need to wrap up but yes. this, this yep. has been fantastic uh, really as always, I mean, and that's yeah. these really enjoyable conversations. That's what it's been like since the beginning. So yeah. Yeah. thank you again for your time today, but also over these last years and all the all the ways that you've helped us, walked beside us, mm. encouraged and questioned. And it's mm. just, yeah, means the world to, well, to us. Well, you're welcome. And, and thank you for allowing me um, just a little space to, to be a part of this yeah. beautiful yeah. adventure that's that's only getting more beautiful by the day so yeah good work to all you thank you thank you all right well listeners uh thank you also for being a part of this adventure and uh i also want to thank uh christopher swanson who schedules all of our interviews uh as well as jenna moody who does all the editing work uh and gets everything posted and shared uh and as usual i encourage you to check out uh, our website neighboringmovement.org also, we are just like all over the place on social media. Y'all should check out the Twitter feed. I'm in charge of the Twitter feed, oh, man. Now. Check out the Twitter feed at your own <laughs> risk. Uh, someone today they gave said me free rave. Free on the rave. Twitter feed. They said it was like a diary, and I just can't imagine what Adam's diary and she's yeah. like. I'm like, Ooh. so yeah, check it out. Does the board know that, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> a little accountability uh, yeah, coming yeah, from yeah. the board chair here. <laughs> good stuff (laughs) yes all right well until next time happy neighboring happy neighboring happy neighboring thanks everyone